Welcome to the Steelers by the Lake podcast. My name is James Strong, joined once again by my co-host Cody Tanner. Cody, how are you this fine Wednesday evening? James, I'm fantastic. I'm tired, but I'm good. How are you doing? Much better now, man. I had a nasty battle with soy. Soy kicks my butt in case you guys didn't know that. So I'm uh, feeling a hell of a lot better now. Uh, when I have too much, it acts like food poisoning. Gives me uh, fever, horrible, horrible stomach pains and intestinal pains. And yeah, I wouldn't suggest it. If if you get the option of choosing your allergies, don't choose soy. Yeah. Let's let's pass that one. Pass on that one, James, for <laughs> go sure. Go with a different route. Yeah, go a different way. Any other <laughs> way, honestly. Um, <laughs> we are going to talk a big contract extension that happened with one of our players. Actually, today, kind of a good thing of you being sick, James. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that we get to talk about Whoa. this this week. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> and then a couple other things <laughs> happening with previous players, current players, all this kinds of stuff. Um, we are going to let you guys know right now, next week's episode, we'll probably... There's a chance of it not being recorded at the beginning of the week. There's a chance of it Sick. being later, earlier. I don't know yet. I'm getting relocated for work four and a half hours away. I will not have my setup with me. We're figuring it all out as we go. Um, so we will keep you guys in the loop on that. But James, let's start things off with a little Pat Peterson. Yeah, yeah. Some news all over the place. Lots of guys doing interviews to fill this time uh, in the gap between this little Really, this is the biggest lull in the entire NFL schedule yep. uh, before training camp kicks off here in a few days, actually. Or is it about it's about a week from now, I think, uh, when they report. Pat Pete had himself an interview uh, and mentioned on the interview that he set his goal for this upcoming season for seven interceptions. Uh, and his other goal for this season is to help the Steelers win their seventh Lombardi. I absolutely love both of these goals. Uh, seven interceptions, I believe, would be one of his best seasons. Uh, I think that's about a uh, season high for him uh, over his careers. I don't know how many seasons he's had with more than seven interceptions, but I don't think it was many, if any, at all. Uh, and obviously, we'd love to see another trophy in the case. Oh, yeah, um, we would. So, yeah. Yeah, I got to love his team-first attitude, and that's one of the first things that he thought of was, getting another trophy in the case for the Steelers, man. Yeah. Someone else on the team in the cornerback room, a man by the name of Levi Wallace. Now, Levi Wallace uh, was graded out as the best go ball corner last season by pro football focus. Now go ball just mm -hmm. means go that the receiver Deep, yeah. just goes deep bomb, man. Uh, and Levi Wallace rated the best uh, corner covering that that route last year which yeah that's great i don't there's yeah. not often we've had that james that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> it shocked me to learn this and i'll tell you why uh when levi wallace came out yeah he's, he's the prototypical size right he's that good six foot six okay. one 200 pound kind of dude right but he ran a four six six when he came out man Low. this is not a speedy corner by any means typically those are the guys that get burned on deep routes or go balls if whatever you prefer to call them right uh, and not the case last year. He was a shutdown corner when people tried to go deep on him. But I do wonder if part of that is good safety play behind him More than with two safeties that ran in the four, four sevens. It's a little tougher to get behind them. So you do have to wonder if Minka and uh, even the sometimes criticized Terrell Edmonds, uh, he did have good speed. He didn't get beat deep very often at all. Um, no, just everywhere else. Those guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just if you if you had to do, have him cover man coverage, man, that was not his 
his forte, but you, you give him one half of the field and he'd stay deep on it. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm curious about, just because I know this is a thing. I wonder if Levi Wallace yeah. is one of those players or one of those people. I shouldn't even say players. One of those people. You know how like you get test anxiety when you're taking a test? I know exactly where you're going with I this. I wonder if he just and, didn't and run as fast. Right. I wonder if he just didn't run mm-hmm. as fast because he was trying to run fast. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, yep. That's a real Some thing. Some people just don't do well in certain situations. Yep. Like there are some guys that will never time well, but their on-field speed is drastically better. I'll tell you who is one of those guys. Uh, Antonio Brown, man, he was like a 4.52 or 4.53 or something when he was timed, but he was a track star. Dude, on like the he field, ran he was track so fast. in college. He was way faster than four fives on the field. He I was think, easily a low four fours or high four three kind of guy. I think when they're uh, training so, for those forties, they teach them so much about stride and everything mm-hmm. that they're more focused on trying to get deeper and wider strides and further strides than they are trying to just run. And so I don't know, maybe who knows. And some of those guys, it might just feel really unnatural to them, and maybe they don't spend enough time on it. Some of them, maybe it's too much. And some of them maybe just think, hey, man, I'm fast. I don't have to worry about it. Yep. And then, you know, they, they do a couple trial runs a couple weeks before and realize that they're not doing well because of technique and it's just too late to put it together. Yep. You know, some of this stuff you have to train for years to really get your best results on it. Yep. James, next, and, year, next year we're going to run the 40. You keep on saying that, man. Did I say that before? Yeah, oh, my knee ain't gonna hold up for forty yards on a dead sprint, buddy. <laughs> I bet it could. Well, we'll find out. I can't make it down a hill these right, days without a twenty. You'll run a twenty. We'll times it by two and add ten. How <laughs> <laughs> about I run a five? I might make it that far. <laughs> I'll run a forty next year. I'm curious. I if it's if we're if doing it's a, that, we're also benching. I'll run the forty if the time's good. We'll talk about it, <laughs> and you can do the bench. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Um, I can do 10 in my sleep, buddy. <laughs> fair. Someone else who could probably maybe put up 10 in their sleep. Le'Veon Bell. Uh, he could, though. <laughs> he could. Uh, <laughs> former Pittsburgh Steelers running back did go on to a, uh, I don't know if it was an interview or a podcast or what it was, but he apologized mm. to us Steelers Nation, James. Yeah. Yeah, a heartfelt moment, and I think it had a lot to do with what's going on in the NFL right oh, now. Oh, big time. Um very recently here, just a few days ago, the deadline passed for any player who had a franchise tag applied to them to get a long-term extension done. Otherwise, they have to play under that one-year franchise tag, or they have the option, of course, to choose to sit out and not play and not get paid. Yep. Uh, but then that is able to be applied the next year also, and then you end up in a situation like what Le'Veon Bell chose to, which basically ended up ending his career. He admits to that now and says it was a very poor decision to not re-sign with the Steelers, that he regrets it. He regrets sitting out those two seasons like he did. Uh, and he regrets going to New York because it ended his career early. And he only got to do two years there on, what was it, a four- or five-year contract. Yep. Um, and then that was basically it. I know he had a short stint with the Chiefs after that. I don't very know if anybody short. else gave him a shot. Yeah. But that was like a, a veteran minimum kind of deal. and. And now here he is in, in an age where he could still be playing in the league, but instead he's boxing other ex, ex-NFL players. And, and and now he's trying to get into professional boxing yep. because he's done in the NFL. And I think it has more to do with the decisions he made financially and professionally than his play on the field. 100%. Because honestly, he was still an incredible player. 
Uh, and he went to that awful Jets team after not playing for two years. And yeah. he, he didn't have much of a chance there, man. He, he needed to be behind a good offensive line that could sustain blocks. And he went to a place that had no offensive line. Yep. Yeah. And, and you know, you already talked about it. No running backs uh, got contract extensions that were franchise tenders. None of them. Three of them did. No, there were three of there them. There were three. And the big had name franchise Saquon. tags and none of them got Saquon it. Barkley, the big name. Yeah. Um, yeah. That people have been talking about. And Josh he, Jacobs. Josh he Jacobs. led the NFL in rushing yards last year and he didn't get the and, extension. And Saquon Barkley already said he's plans on sitting out if he didn't get an extension. So I don't expect to see mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley play this year. So. No, no. And I don't think he should. No. Like that's the, the rumor going around is that they offered him like 11 million a year. Le'Veon turned down 13 a year, and this was like five, six years ago, man. Yep. How are we offering these guys 11 million a year now? Because how did the value of running back go down that much? Because there's because guys like Jalen Warren, James, because guys like Jalen yeah. Warren that are undrafted that come in and just light it up. Running back yep. is unfortunately a very seemingly, seemingly, it's very seemingly uh, easy position to fill. In the NFL. Now, don't get me wrong. Some teams just don't have a good running back on the team. They just don't. The, the guys can't yeah. run the ball, can't fumble. And sometimes it's the offensive line. Sometimes it's this, that. Uh, but running, you're finding too many steals at running back in these undrafted picks or late round picks that I don't think teams. It, it's just like what you said with Najee. Don't expect to see Najee in the black and gold for more than five years. Yeah. Yeah, maybe six if they franchise tag him. But again, yeah, he's one of those guys that's upset about this. Yep. So is he going to play under a franchise tag if they decide to do that? I Ain't don't no know. Way. Ain't no is, way. Is Pittsburgh even going to bother to do that? Because by then he's going to be 30. Yep. I think that's part of the reason why they drafted an older, more mature player. They wanted somebody that A, was a, a good player and mature on the field and off the field that could be a good locker room leader. The quality of person that Najee Harris is is extremely high. The football player is also a very good football player. I think, honestly, him as a person might even be better than he is as a player, uh, which is a compliment. Not that's yeah, not huge. intended to be anything other than a compliment. Um, I do, like I said, I feel like he's a very good player. Uh, but after five years, and this is assuming they give him the fifth year option, which I I think at, at this stage they you would. would assume that they yeah. will, uh, and he'll make good money on that. That fifth year is going to pay him ten or eleven million bu- bucks, most likely. But then what? What's the incentive to give a 29 or 30 year old running back a big extension? If most of these guys start breaking down to 29 or 30, if Pittsburgh's the team that I think they are, and the front office is still the front office that I believe them to be, I believe there's a chance we see a contract extension before he gets done with his rookie deal. But I expect it to not be any, you know, top 10 highest paid running backs in the NFL. He'll, He'll be in the top 20. He'll probably be in top 15. Um, he should be top 10 at least because there aren't 10 highly paid running backs anymore. And that's fair. So maybe he will be, <laughs> but it's not good. But I don't, I don't expect it to be no 13 mil. Yeah. Seven or eight, maybe 10. He's not getting 13. Yeah. That's the crazy thing is that by the time he gets to the Le'Veon Bell situation, Le'Veon Bell money might not exist in the NFL for running backs anymore. Nope. And that's why these guys are so upset about it. And I get it. I get it. It's a very physically demanding position. Like, Arguably the most there, physically demanding. Arguably the most. Possibly. 
you're taking on blitzing linebackers that are coming at you as fast as they can and hitting you as hard as they can. Yep. Like that's not an easy thing to do, man. No. And then you're trying to run through the trenches or, you know, outrun these speedy corners, getting chased from behind. Then you, then you talk about the, the the injuries that, that can happen. All the stuff just piles up against the running back position. Um, so it's very unfortunate that this is happening, but I'm, I am interested to see how the NFL and more specifically the, uh, the NFL players associate handles this. I'm very curious to see what they do, uh, moving forward. But with that being said, um, Alex Highsmith for our Pittsburgh Steelers moving away from the running back position, Alex Highsmith got an extension that he, I believe is well-deserved. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you hundred percent there. Um, we've been saying for weeks, maybe months now, uh, the Alex Highsmith extension was pending. Uh, we assumed that it would come before training camp. Uh, all the rumors, everything we were hearing is it was coming before training camp. Uh, and here it is, man. It happened this morning. Uh, so in, in a weird way, it kind of worked out well that we weren't able to record the last couple of days because uh, we actually have a good solid topic to talk about other than a little bit of this filler stuff that we started off the show with. Uh, but Alex Highsmith, man, I mean, I couldn't be happier, especially when you see the money. Uh, yeah. It's a four-year extension on top of his current deal, which he's got the final year left. So he has that one year. So it's yeah. technically means he'll be a Steeler for five more seasons. Yep. A four-year extension for $68 million. I understand $28 million of that is a guaranteed amount. Yep. So that's great. Yeah, low guarantee. That's not bad. Yeah, I mean, it's good for him. That means more than the first year is fully guaranteed, which is not always the case uh, with these big contracts. Uh, that was always a sticking point for a lot of these guys to get these big deals. The first year be fully guaranteed and nothing else is. Yeah. Um, at 28 million, that's way more than just the first year. It's not quite the full second year. I don't think I think it's like one point. Yeah. Cause seven, yeah, it's, it's more than one and a half years worth though. Cause it breaks down to 17 million a year Yeah. Uh, on the new money average on the, the four year extension. That's 17 million a year. Uh, so it's a little over half of that second season is, is guaranteed, uh, fully formed. So that's, that's fantastic for him. It gives him that a little extra financial security. Uh, in, and he deserves in, it. He does. He played his butt off last year. Uh, he's progressing at an excellent pace, better than we've seen from that position, other than TJ Watt in a long time. Yep. Right? I mean, Bud Dupree, it was his fifth year before he had a breakout season. This yep. was TJ. This was Alex's third year, and he had a breakout season. We so, yeah, like, I, I love it. I love it. I think the kid's fantastic. He seems to have a great attitude. He's all team first. He led the NFL in sacks last year to what? Like week nine or 10, was it? Yep. And was <laughs> never was, talked about? Yeah. Yeah. Ended up leading the NFL in forced fumbles at the end of the season with five of them. Making a name for got himself. Completely, got completely dissed by Madden by only getting an 82 overall rating. Yeah. You think they'll fix that? No. After the preseason, bumping up to the, the like eighty five or eighty six, not a chance. No, nah, he's not going to play much in preseason. No, especially yeah, they might get enough feedback though. Yeah, you'll see. We'll see. But yeah, so again, I think this is very well deserved to sure up the two edges. And James and I talked about this before the show. 
this is the best edge rushing tandem in the NFL. There, and there's not a close second. I, I can't think of another team yeah. that has, you know, you think of the Cleveland Browns, they only have Miles Garrett. You think of, you know, they the, picked up another guy, but he's like a seven sack guy yeah. at best. So uh, that's, that doesn't even come close. You got Joey Bosa. You got, or he's not, is he an edge? Or is it Nick? Is it his brother? No, he's. they're both edges. They both are? Yeah. Okay. It thought... doesn't matter if you want to call him an outside linebacker or a defensive end. They're both edge rushers, yeah. you know? I, but either one of them, I don't think the Chargers have a good two. I don't think the 49ers anymore have a good two on the well, other side. Well, even anybody that has a good two, they don't have two that are that high production. I, I challenge I... you to find a second best edge rusher on any team in the NFL who's ever had 14 and a half sacks in a season. And a lot of think that last year from Alex Highsmith came without TJ on the field. Most of it. Which was the impressive part. Yeah, most of it. Let's be honest. It was only like four or five sacks in that last nine game stretch. Yeah. Most of it was in the first part. That was This was a fun part for me. I had a coworker today. Um, I told him about the extension. He's like, who's that? You know, he's one of those guys that loves to. Uh, you think you already know who it is without me telling you. Um, but he's like. Well, yeah, but look at the other guys he had on the team. I said he led the NFL in sacks until week 10. TJ Watt was out that whole time. Yeah. So Pre- go Preston, ahead on that argument Preston, you take again. a break. Preston, take a break. <laughs> so go, go ahead again on that because <laughs> that's why Cam Hayward didn't get much in the first half of the season because he was getting double and triple teamed every play because there was no TJ. Preston, and that's if you when keep Alex talking, got all his production. If you keep talking that crap, I'm going to bring you another chip to eat and watch you struggle. <laughs> <laughs> he he stopped right away because he realized I knew too much for him to get away with an That's argument fair. that had no no That's basis. Fair. <laughs> that is fair. But yeah, so we're we're excited to see this tandem. You know, the next five years is going to be both those guys. You probably have Cam. Dude, for three it's or, records. You have Cam for three or four of those. Um, yeah, I think three more. He's under contract. Yeah. So and who knows if he wants to play more into that? And then and then with the addition of freaking, why well, can't Benton? Name. Yeah, Benton. Um, yeah. What if what if Benton develops into another Stefan Tuitt type and he ends up that other inside guy? I think the potential's there, honestly. He's got some pass rush next, juice. The next He's got plenty of strength and length crazy, and size. Crazy. Yeah. I'm excited to That's say what that. I understand the long-term goal is for Benton. He's going to start off in nose tackle because he's got the capability to do so. But they want to see what they can develop out of a pass rusher out of him and see if he can be that next Cam Hayward, Stephon Tuitt type pass rushing on the inside on those nickel situations. I love it. And I think he's going to get a chance to early in the season. Oh, easily. Easily. I don't know. I'm excited for all of it. I th- Again, Alex Highsmith, well-deserved um, contract extension for him. Excited to see what he does this year. Excited to have a healthy, 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 healthy TJ back. Um, as long as he doesn't hurt himself falling in any pools and, uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll let you guys know when we know what's going on this episode, there's a possibility we might do audio only, uh, just to get one in. If we're in a situation where Cody's not able to make it back to his equipment, uh, cause his equipment is the brains of the operation here. So I'm just running off a laptop, but if he's forced to downgrade to a laptop, just for us to get an episode in. Uh, it might be audio only because it might triple us to just that point. Uh, yeah. But we'll let you guys know as soon as we know more on it. Absolutely. So again, thank you guys so much for listening or watching. If you're on YouTube, be sure to like and follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Subscribe and ring the bell. It's free. 
And until next time, this is your host, James and Cody, signing off. Peace.